This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. There are so many things that we just have in our mind and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them a hundred thousand times. We got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401k. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement. Mr. Hicks. How we, we doing? We are getting to the end of the summer. I know. That's what they keep reminding me. Right. I, I think I have two and a half weeks until my kids finally go back to school. Not that you're counting down the days. Well, not that I'm counting specifically down, but (laughs) what I've realized is, and I think you and I were talking about this off the air, Uh there are so many things that I would like to watch. That when I'm at home and my kids have been out of school, they monopolize the TV 24 yes, hours a day, do, seven sir. days a week, and they stay up so blasted late. Yes, they do. Because sir. the sun stays up so much longer uh-huh. that I never get to watch what I want. Uh-huh. So I've just relegated myself. A couple shows that I want to kind of binge watch. I'm going to do it when they go back to school, so I can do it on the elliptical mm. when I've already dropped them off or the bus has picked them up. Mm-hmm. I can do that in the morning and knock that out and actually see something I want to see. What are oh. what are some uh, TV shows or any movies or anything that you put on the list of? Well, uh, uh, Ted Lasso was one of them. So yes. I saw the first season. I thought it was really good, kind of quirky in a kind yes. of a good way. Hilarious. Um, you and I talked how Jason Sudeikis, the actor in that, is, is really, I guess he's much more talented than I had given him credit uh-huh. for. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I've only seen half of like one of the episodes for this season. And, and the kids are always on there, blah, 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 blah. And it's just, <laughs> just enough. It's not that it's bad at all, but there's just enough adult stuff to it that I don't want it on in the background, you know, when they're around. So that's fair. That's probably one of them. Okay. And then there was a, my wife wants to see this. Emily in Paris thing. Now, I don't think John is going to be watching Emily in Paris yeah, or whatever, but we'll see. That's not we'll what see. I think you're going to watch. I, I have a softer side. I, I can, <laughs> but I think more than anything else, just like every great marriage, I will take one for the team. Oh. And, if, and if it requires that I watch some whatever narcissist millennial uh, <laughs> looking at herself in fashionable wear for Parisian style, I will put up with that as long as it's only a 30 minute show. If it's a minute more than 30 minutes, all bets are off for me. That's just how that has to go. Come see the softer side of <laughs> Jonathan Hagen Hicks. Hold on. Wasn't that uh, the softer side commercial. of Sears? Well, yes. and, they're, and they're bankrupt. So, so right. we see how that goes, right? <laughs> so if they, that moniker is any relationship to how everything else that have a softer side works out. At least to how you're going to react to the bad. show, right? <laughs> Getting some perspective. So take, uh, I'm going to take all that back now. Okay. Pretend I never said anything. All right. Retracting. Yeah, I'm going to watch Game of things. Thrones again. There it somehow. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? The, okay. We're going to get off way TV oh, tangent here. Uh, but the um, House of Targaryen, the House of that starts uh, at I the heard. end of August. Is that not that the House of Targaryen? But it's, it's that one of the other story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So many good things to look forward to as the kids get back to school. That's and we right. Can I can control my television again. Get that I don't even noise. know where the remotes are. I think that there's some kind of a pancake syrup on them. They just stick to the ceiling. I can never find them. them. I'm like, mm-hmm. where is the remote? Mm-hmm. They're like, Daddy, I don't know. Daddy, I don't know. You have to pull apart the entire couch. Every Pretty piece much. of the sectional. And that's where they. you will find that and Pretty Pandora's much. box and Jimmy Hoffa's briefcase. <laughs> Maybe uh, they'll find like a big treasure chest full of of, of, of like gold bullion or something. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yep, that's you right. You can find some of that. A little booty. If only. If only, if yeah. only. Well, 
this notion that she bring up the idea of shuffling the kids off back to school. Lovingly, of course, but off they go. Less distractions in the house, allowing you to watch what you want to watch on TV. Every parent across mm-hmm. Kentucky knows the feeling exactly. Yes. But when it comes to the financial noise that is barking out of the TV, right into our face, out mm. of basically every media facet... That's where it gets frustrating, I think, to say the least, for all of us, in particular when we are in economic situations like we're in, because everybody's got an opinion, John. Oh, yeah. Everybody's oh, chatting yeah. about it. And right now, I don't have to remind you, recession and inflation. Recession. Let's recession. call it what it is. It's a new thing. <laughs> we just invented it here on the Retirement Solution. Recession and inflation. These are the words of the day. But as you listen to these financial talking heads, it's next to impossible trying to figure out it, where we are with all this. Are we at the beginning? Are we in the middle? Are we at the end? Credit card usage skyrocketing and at record highs. Savings rates plunging. Over $30 trillion of global wealth has evaporated. We're only about a quarter of the way down in this economic slowdown domestically and internationally. Look, I've been very vocal about this. I'm very rarely this bearish, but this setup is one of the worst I've seen in my career. Consensus seems to believe right now that there's less than a 50% chance of a recession. Uh, we don't think leading indicators of the economy are going to bottom out and until late next year. It's 100% certainty that you're in recession now. And case in point, oh, yeah. John Hicks. Yeah, Nobody so knows what the heck they're talking about. It's very difficult. As a matter of fact, this week, this very week, the White House did a press release and they wanted to try to redefine what a recession is, Heather. So instead of combating this problem, it? oh yeah, they said, oh no, no, technically uh, or historically, <laughs> uh, economists have yeah. looked at it, and if you have two quarters where GDP growth is negative, that's technically a recession. We, they want to change the definition. Instead of fixing any of the problems, yeah. the current administration wants to change the definition, just like they have on boys and girls and monkeys and flying zebra. So once again, this is where our wonderful politicians stick their head in the sand, and we we can do better. But there's one thing I'll promise you, uh, guys. I, I do agree with at least one or two of those folks on, on that montage. Okay. Uh, we are in a recession. It just is not official yet. We will be uh, in bold print pretty soon in, in a recessionary environment. Now, what does that mean? A recessionary environment can be very, very uncomfortable if we don't have the right plan. That's, and that's really all it comes down to. Okay. Because overall, Heather, recessions are healthy. They're good. It means that we've had a great period of growth, but we need a little bit of a cooling off period. This time might be a little different mm-hmm. uh, because we're not going to have the Federal Reserve pumping up uh, the economy by throwing more money at the problem. This time around, they're very honest in saying, hey, it's bad if the stock market goes down for all the people that have money in the stock market. But inflation is worse because inflation affects everyone, even if they don't have money in the stock market. And so the Federal Reserve is going to be increasing interest rates. Now, why is that potentially a problem? Well, if we have a whole bunch of money in cash earning very, very little, or we have it in bank CDs earning less than 2 or 3%, and inflation stays at 7 or 8 or 9%. Guys, recently it's, it was over 9%, 9.1%. That is a lot. That is a lot of expense that's going into everything we do. And that's not including, you know, we're probably still going to see more increases in those gas prices. We've had a very short uh, reprieve here in pricing. 
Uh, but unfortunately, the stuff that's going on in Europe is going to probably cause a lot more issues. Mm-hmm. So we're probably going to see those gas prices increase again. I hope it doesn't happen, but that's the way it looks. And so all of these things are going to cause a pinch. Okay. Heather, the way we really need to think about recessions is think about kind of like a three-bucket system with our money. Okay. okay? Yep. There's essentially three buckets. There's the now bucket where this is money that we're going to need in the next 12 months, either to live off of or in case there's an emergency or the hot water heater blows up or we got to replace the roof or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then there's a middle bucket called the soon bucket. Now, this bucket is where the majority of us are going to be, should be getting our income from over the next, let's say, decade. So that soon bucket is money that we might need in the next two to even up to 10 years. Now, that's money that we really don't want completely at risk, but we really need to try to beat inflation with that bucket or we could be in serious trouble. That's basically the soon bucket, two to 10 years. And then there's the later bucket, the money that we're probably not going to need realistically until like the 11th year and basically until we're gone. And so that's the bucket that we should be looking at growth factors, things that we really need to make certain can keep up with inflation, things that we really want to try to pass on to the next generation tax efficiently Mm -hmm. for wealth transfer. That's what that bucket system can look like. If we do that correctly, it helps us completely avoid all the issues that the people that are very nervous about recessions, it almost takes care of all those things that they don't have to experience that. So Heather, what I basically have is four simple rules of recessions. There's four things that every one of us can do to where not only are we going to get rid of some of that anxiety, but we can really put these things to practice tomorrow and feel really confident in how we're going to do things. So number one, We need to know where our income is coming from during this recessionary period. If you're pulling money from your portfolio, you need to know where it's coming from because we do not want to pull money from beaten down assets. So as the market is down, you know, anywhere between 15 and 22 percent, depending on which day we look at it, we want to make sure we're not pulling income from any assets that have lost money because that's how we run out over the long run. So that's rule number one. Know where your income's coming from. Mm -hmm. Rule number two, if you hold individual stocks, that's perfectly fine, but you want to look at those individual stocks, you want to find out what their balance sheets look like. Because when we go into recessionary periods, companies that don't make profits, that don't have strong balance sheets, they get pummeled. I mean, absolutely obliterated when recessions happen for a longer period of time. So one of the easiest things you can do is just to find out, hey, do those companies, those individual stocks you own, do those have really strong balance sheets? If they do, you can probably hold on to those suckers and they should be fine for the long run. If they don't have good balance sheets, which means they're not earning profits before we're in the recession, then we might want to find out, is this a good time to tax loss harvest? Or should we just go ahead and take the gains from that sucker and Mm. worry about something else down the road? Okay. So that's rule number two. Okay. Rule number three, we want to reduce that high revolving debt. If you got credit card bills, we heard one of the people on the montage say Mm. credit card, you know, debt is going through the roof. If you have high credit card debt, guys, knock that off now, especially if you're not earning a whole bunch of money on some of that cash. Now, don't use all your emergency funds. This is a better time than almost any other time to knock off debt so that you don't have fear. You're up at night. You got sweaty palms and you got debt you owe to the bank. We can take care of that. And lastly, lastly, during a recession, this could be one of the best times ever to do tax lost harvesting. So if you have some gains on some things, it might be a good time to offset that with some of the losses you may have in some of your other investments. We had a couple that came in last week Mm -hmm. who thought, man, they don't want to sell anything uh, because the capital gains rate, they might pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, uh, uh. 
We did the math on them, Heather, and mm-hmm. what we found out is not only can they eliminate a lot of the future capital gains, we can harvest almost $36,000 in tax losses this year, and they secured their positions and get a lot safer. Nice. So it's all about just understanding a recession's not a bad thing. We just want the game plan going through it. If we do it correctly, we will not only emerge on the other end stronger and better, we won't have lost a single night of sleep during the entire downturn. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting retirementsolutionradio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims payability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.